In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Since 1918, the chapel at King's College, Cambridge, has annually celebrated the festival of nine lessons and carols on Christmas Eve. What started out as a small offering of readings and song to prepare the hearts and minds of the students and residents of Cambridge for the coming of the Christ child is now broadcast around the globe. Inspired by this beautiful contemplative service, many churches and institutions have adapted this service for their own community. I first came to really know about this timeless tradition after attending my alma mater's celebration of it. Beyond the scriptural account of the history of God's people and the heavenly music that shakes the walls of the church, I have always been struck by the last petition of the opening bidding prayer that remains the same year after year after year. After thanking our Heavenly Father for the coming of the Christ child and offering up intercessions for the needs of the community and the world, the celebrant says, Lastly, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us. But upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which no man can number, whose hope was in the Word made flesh, and with whom, in this Lord Jesus, we forevermore are one. All those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, What a simple yet beautiful depiction of our eternal home, our destiny, our heavenly dwelling. Another shore, a greater light. We've said countless times that this season of Lent and these nights together make us feel as if we can reach out and touch the edge of that eternal shore and that we are being warmed with the greater light of Christ. Even in these dark days, light has shone. It's how the people of Israel must have felt as they journeyed to the other shore that the Lord had promised them after He had freed them from slavery in Egypt. It was as if they could taste the milk and honey and fruit that flowed from the land of Canaan. They had waited so long and traveled so far Their season of travel and wandering was a time of preparation for the joy, the joy they were about to enter. 
But then faced with the news from the twelve spies that powerful inhabitants dwelled in the land, the Israelites became pessimistic about their ability to conquer another tribe. This pessimism even caused them to rebel against the leadership of Moses and Aaron, leading them to demand that they chart their own course back to Egypt with a new leader, ignoring the plans that God had for them. Did you catch that? The Israelites would have rather put on the shackles of slavery again. Then obey the Word of God and press on toward the goal of true life and true freedom. It's all because the hardships they faced blinded them from the possibilities that laid ahead. They quickly forgot that it wasn't their own power and might that had brought them to this point, but it was the Lord's and the Lord's alone. It was the Lord Himself who was forming and molding them for this moment of victory. How then could they give up so easily when they were so close to home? Did they really forget all the things that the Lord had done for them? The splitting open of the Red Sea, the manna and the quail in the desert, the conquering of other tribes. How could they want to go back to the shackles of slavery? We scoff at the Israelites' unfaithfulness and foolishness, but we too become pessimistic towards the Lord and His plans for us when we are faced with hardship. This is especially poignant as we near the end of our Lenten journey. Many of us will be discouraged as we continue to grapple with things that we fasted from during Lent. The devil will undoubtedly tempt us into thinking that the shore we're striving for is too far off. And the light that will warm us for eternity is just out of reach. My friends, I beg of you, don't let Satan lure you into pessimism against the plans of the Lord. Look how far you've come. Don't be led back into the slavery of your sin. 
Instead, remember. Remember all the ways in which the Lord has been faithful to you throughout your life, even in the worst of times. Remember how He has formed you in holiness through praying, fasting, and almsgiving in this season of Lent to be a son or daughter that chases after the Lord's heart, that chases after that greater shore and that greater light. Remember that the Lord has freed you from the slavery of sin and death and trauma by washing you with his name. Remember that the Lord brings the eternal shore and the greater light to you every time you come and eat of his precious body and drink of his precious blood, joining in with the praises of the angels and the archangels and all the company of heaven that is on that distant shore and and living in that greater light. All of our brothers and sisters who have gone before us in the faith, Remember that there is no army too powerful and no sin too strong to keep the Lord from welcoming you into the light of your destiny with Him. That shore is not far off. That greater light is not untouchable. They're right here. So let us press ourselves into this paradise. Let us feel the warmth of the eternal Easter light of Christ that is beginning to break forth. Freedom, life, love. That is your destiny, friends. You are home free. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.